honestly. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of Honestly with Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. Look at us being consistent with who is on the show. We love continuity. Um, Yes. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm also okay. Fantastic. (laughs) My thighs are cramping. Delightful. I want everyone to know that. And why are your thighs cramping? Tell the audience. From dancing. You're saying that like the audience would know. (laughs) From dancing, They don't know what's going on. We went to a concert on Tuesday and it was a lot of fun. And a lot of dancing. And my thighs now don't like me very much. They are a burning. They are a (laughs) burning. It's just like that pre-Charlie horse feeling that you get, but just like nice top of the thighs. Top of the the thighs to you. Okay. (laughs) Off to a good start. Are we ever okay? That's a real question that I have. No, definitely not. (laughs) Before we get into anything... The cilantro poll? Oh, yes. The much-awaited results of last week's poll about cilantro. (laughs) 50-50. So, no answers. (laughs) I'm very surprised that it ended up being a 50-50 split. I thought for sure one side was going to come out ahead. The thing is we both had, like, I was winning for a bit, and then you were winning for a bit, and then (laughs) right before it closed. No. No, no. 50-50. Do you call it cilantro or coriander? Either. <laughs> I don't really have a preference. Let's do a second poll. What do you guys <gasps> call it? Again, 50 <laughs> Someone just deletes our Twitter oh account. Like, Enough. No one cares. I just think it's interesting that there's two different names for it. Yeah. It's weird. Why? Who knows? What's the point? Tell me. <laughs> What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the gag? You know, Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesus Christ Superstar. Superstar. They say you are. are. You know, the words. I only know that, and I only know what's the buzz. (laughs) That's it. Uh, Great movie, though. Some really fantastic costumes. Welcome back to, honestly, a musical theater podcast Um, where we know nothing about uh, words to songs. Nope. That's just Thank who you. I am as a person. I don't know the words to anything. That Avril Lavigne <laughs> song, still don't know. I don't remember what song it was it's now. It's the one with the boombox every night or something. <laughs> I don't know which one that is. Okay, Lil Avril Lavigne. Lavigne stan over here doesn't know what song it is. I don't know, it was a new one. I'm not well-versed. Like, don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know. There's this Avril Lavigne song that came out, like, I don't know, probably, like, several years ago now. And it was, like, pretty, like, well played. Yeah. Like, it, it, it came it up def- a lot of places. <laughs> and I just never knew the words to it. And I try to sing along. And, and then just, start singing something else, I just right? be able to. I don't I even think like it was, like, something, something else. else. I think it was just me not knowing the words. And I was like, eh. Someone's mom. So, yeah, kind of. I feel like that's just, like, what I revert to a lot of the time. <laughs> Just a mom trying to get through you this know? crazy thing we call life. True. Overweight, but not over life. Exactly. That was the real takeaway from this week's episode of My Favorite Murder. Um, truly inspiring. Words to live by. Overweight, I think. but not over life. <laughs> a bumper Squad. sticker. I mean, nice. It would be good for so many things. T shirt. A t shirt. For example. One of those, like, t-shirts that has, like, someone else's body on it, you know? Ooh. It's like the bikini yeah. lady. One I love the bikini lady. <laughs> we stand the bikini <laughs> lady. <laughs> oh, dear. Amazing. Uh, what's going on? What is going on? Like I said, I'm just a mom. Trying to get through this crazy thing we call life. What's going on with you? Same. Pal. <laughs> Pal, we've never met before. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Things to talk about. Where are we starting? Where Where would you like to begin? My phone is charging, so I can't oh. look at my notes currently because it was at 3% when oh, I got big here. Oh, big So I just wanted to charge that bad boy up a bit. Get her started. Um, what did you want to talk about? <laughs> well, last week, things happened, like, directly after we yes. recorded. See, the perils of recording <laughs> earlier in the week. We've missed some things. Yeah. The past yeah. few weeks that would but have we're been... on a Thursday now. We're, we're back. We're, we're back, back on our designated day. Hallelujah. Praise, praise the, the Lord. Lord. <laughs> oh. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Something. Oh, what was the rest of that song? We uh, are children. Oh my god. Children of the light. We are shining. In the darkness of the night, hope for this world. Joy through all the land, touch the heart of everyone, take everybody's hand. Over hands, over, over the hands. microphone. Oh, in case you didn't know, we went to Catholic school. <laughs> I got so loud. Um, um, oh, before we get into anything. Sorry for that forced religion. Now, we went to Catholic school again, but yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So yes, Lord. Yes, Our yes, high school Lord. had this thing. Um, a Christian rock band mm-hmm. that would play at mass. And one of the songs required audience participation. There were some choreographed hand movements. And it was, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes Lord. Lord. On yes, you did thumbs, thumbs up. up. <laughs> On Lord, you did L's with your fingers. Kind with of like the you're calling. of it. <laughs> Honor kind Lord, of like you're know? calling God a loser. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes loser. Um, yeah, Catholic school is really interesting. It's a time, I would say. Um, it's something that, um, just such an experience. I truly don't know why I was sent there. My parents are not religious. No. 
um, my sister did not go to Catholic school, and yet I went to Catholic school my entire life. Oh, yeah, so, you're on except, a like, university. Yeah, that'd be, that's a that's bit a much. Little, that's a step too far. Um, yeah, your elementary school is Catholic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Weird Dope. times. Um, yeah, I don't know why I was there either. I find the idea of forcing children to learn religion is, um, a little questionable. Yeah, they, they don't know what th- what's going on. They don't um, know what they're doing. It, I mean, don't force that on children. It, they don't, they, they're not, like, you're, like, literally, from, like, <laughs> kindergarten onwards they're like telling you these ideas yeah. and they're like expecting you to believe them and because you're so young you're like yeah sure this makes sense to my six-year-old <laughs> I mind i had a teacher in grade one i believe mm-hmm. her name was miss leger shout out to miss leger you're oh. a terrible human oh, yikes okay um, it took a turn <laughs> <laughs> she me and my friend Alyssa. you know Alyssa. Yes. Yes. How do you think was, about it for a second? She was very mean to us, uh-huh. specifically. We're both different ages. I was going to say, why same, were you in the same class? The same experiences oh, okay. happened to us in Shared our experiences. Yes. classrooms. Um, she would just yell at everyone over religion, but mm-hmm. she locked us in the cupboard. <laughs> the closet at the back of the class, she made us sit there and closed it. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to need to stop you right there. She locked you in a closet? Yeah, she let... She made us sit in the back and, like, close the doors. Are you Harry Potter? Was this a cupboard under the stairs? <laughs> yes. Why was this allowed? I really would love to know. She you were locked also... in there by yourself? Yes. Was it dark? Mm, it was one of those, like, shuttered. <laughs> like, so, I like, you, there see. was, like, a bit of light coming yeah. through. Yeah. How long did you have to stay in there? Like, she would <laughs> close it for a little bit and then open it, and then I'd be the rest of the class was, okay. like, in the back. In the oh, cupboard. like, you, like she'd open, but, like, you still yeah, wouldn't yeah. be allowed to leave. Yeah. Also, you were, like, a child, so, like, your sense of time, like, it was probably only, like, ten minutes, but, but it felt, felt, like, felt hours. like eight hours. She also hit Alyssa with rulers. Um, I'm pretty sure corporal um, punishment was banned a long yeah, time ago. definitely. She told my mom that I wouldn't be able to read because I didn't know how to do, like, the phonetic thing. Uh-huh. Because I just wanted to say the word. The like, word. I knew how to say it. But she wanted me to do the sounding out thing. And I was like, but I don't need to do that to know what word is. You're like, like, I already know how to read. She was like, she'll never know how to read. Blah, blah, blah. You're like, but Anyways. I do know how to read. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> you don't know how to read, Miss Leche. Or how to be a teacher. Because you have to sound out your goddamn words. Some of us don't need to do that. <laughs> like a maniac. <laughs> um, she, there was, I remember one time we were talking about, like, the concept of heaven. And she was, like, asking the class, like, what, sh- like, what you think happens mm-hmm. when you go there. Uh-huh. And this kid was like, I think you go, and, like, we're little. Yeah. Like, you go up, and all your family's there, and they're waving at you, and you go with them. And she slammed her hands on his desk, and we're like, how do you know that? I thought this was just, like, a hypothetical I, conversation. Like, because heaven doesn't exist. We, we all We all thought that, but no, not her. Not her at all. <laughs> no shade to anyone who's religious. Like, honestly, I think, like, it's very nice when people have, like, like something are they involved in, in their like faith that. or their spirituality. That sounded so dark. Something that they believe in. No, like, I genuinely think it's very nice. It's just not something that's ever really, like, jived yeah, with no, me. Yeah, no. Same. Um, and I think it was just because, again, like, I was forced into it at, like, a really young age. And so, at a certain point, I was just like, none of this makes sense to me because I was just, like, told this year after yeah. year but it's like I never came to these conclusions on my own so now I'm just like mm, no thank you not for me good for weird. you not for me no. Catholic school is a weird time though there's a lot of weird like I'm like huh was yeah. that okay 
And, like, Lege. Yeah, and Zoe and I went to, like, an all-girls Catholic high school, mm-hmm. which is just, like, wow, a trip. <laughs> like, um, I... Would recommend. It's, like, so many characters went to our school. Oh. Like, there were some really interesting personalities. For sure. When people ask me, like, how my high school was that I went to, the story that I always go back to is the fact that there was a physical altercation in the chapel that was in our school. <laughs> that is something that happened. Two students got into a physical fight in the chapel. It's amazing. I missed that. That's one of the things that I did not, I was not a part of. Like, I didn't, yeah. wasn't there for that, and it hurts me to this day. There would be, like, quote-unquote, <laughs> smackdowns. Do you remember when people would say <laughs> that? There's, there's going to be a smack, there's a smackdown in the chapel. There's going to be a smackdown behind Starbucks after school. Like, this, these are the people that we went to high school with. People that were voluntarily fighting. Chapel is just a string of words that (laughs) shouldn't be together. No, I don't think they should be Um, together. It was a wild time. We also had a teacher at our high school who was about eight feet tall, (laughs) wore a trench coat, and would walk down the halls whistling in the creepiest tone possible, straight out of a horror movie. Yeah, very unsettling. What a guy. It was, I was recently hanging out with a friend of mine who was a year older than us and went to the same high school, and we were just, like, regaling each other with tales of the various teachers that we had, and we were, like, comparing notes, and, like, yikes. I don't know how some of these people were allowed to teach in schools with young females. That's all I'm gonna say. Match. Yikes. There were a lot (laughs) of interesting people. Yeah. What was the the class that she taught? Was it, like, family studies? Family studies. That's it. And she brought us in one time an article uh, from some questionable source that was, um, have the youth, like, aborted fetuses in the production of Pepsi? And I was like, this isn't real. This is not real. This does not happen. It's gonna go out on a limb like, and say. this is not okay. <laughs> and, um... She planted her placenta in the garden. In the garden yeah. of the school. Yeah. And she told us that birth control is making all the fish into women. Uh-huh. So Yeah. Um very, oh. very interesting. I question the education I received. I there. really do. <laughs> like I'm thinking back. I'm like, huh. All right. Have I ever Work. told the story of our bitch of a history teacher? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Because I'm going to get into it right now. Which one? So So, many to choose from. Was it grade 12 history? With Miss Eurema. Yeah. (laughs) I'm putting her on blast on this podcast. I hope she listens. I hope she knows what a flippin' terrible person (laughs) she is. (laughs) Trying really hard to control my cussing. Um, Cussing? Who am I? I don't think I've ever said that before in my life. I don't think you said flippin' or cuss before in your natural born life. I don't know what I'm going through something right now. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, um, Zoe and I had grade 12 history together. I think mm-hmm. it was grade 12. I think it was first semester of grade 12. We had a teacher named Miss Urima. That's her name. Okay. I don't care. I'll say it out loud. Say it I'll out say loud. Say it. Vampire. Uh, <laughs> I think Logan's going through a crisis. Every time I think about this story, I get so angry. No, it's very infuriating. So, History. We had to do an in-class essay, which 
the stupidest goddamn thing yeah. ever. What does an in-class essay prove? It just proves that you can write quickly. It doesn't prove that you <laughs> no. like can make points. any good points necessarily. No. Anyway. It's like memory. Yeah. What can I like plan out ahead and yeah. be like, okay. Nah, nah, nah. Ridiculous. And it's class. a stupid test of like your quote unquote intelligence. So we had to do an in-class essay. I hand my essay in. A few days go by. It's a Friday after school. <laughs> I'm home by myself. Um, I get a call. I answer it. It's Miss Yurima. And she's like, um, I'm just marking the S, the in-class essays from the other day. And I noticed that yours isn't in with the rest of them. And I'm like, that's weird because I handed it in. And she's just like, well, I don't have it. And I was like, hmm, cool weird. bitch, but I handed it in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, again, weird. This goes back and forth for a while. She's insisting that I didn't hand it yeah. in. She goes so far as to insinuate that I am lying about it. So <sighs> I'm like, all right, well, I handed it in. Don't really know what else you want from me at this point. Yeah. Um, and she was then like, well... And I was like, okay, well, like, if you can't find it, then just like, don't give me a mark for it. <laughs> Like, I was just dead ass. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, guess I'll get a zero on it. She's like, well, that could really negatively impact your grade. You're like, no, shit, honey. She's like, that could really negatively impact your grade. And, like, I don't want to, you know, like, I don't want to do that. Um, and so then she, like, made this whole big deal about how she was, like, going to give me the opportunity to write another in-class essay. Like, she was doing me some huge goddamn favor, even you're though like, I was like, literally give me the zero, you you're troll. Like, you're like, I did it. Just look. So I'm like, sure. Oh my God. Thank you so much for giving me another chance. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Um, so the next week at school, I have to miss the class to go write the essay in the library. So I'm missing a day of class. Yeah, well, yeah. like a period of class. Go write my essay. I hand it in. A week or so later, she's handing back all the essays, my special one included. And a friend of mine who is sitting behind me in the class, like, calls my name or like taps me on the shoulder and goes oh um logan it looks like your essay is stapled to the back of mine oh and i just like turned around and i was like what was that shannon <laughs> she's like it looks like your essay stapled to the back of mine so i take a look and sure enough it is my original in-class essay stapled to the back of her goddamn in-class essay so i'm just like that's really interesting. Um, Shannon, would you mind telling Miss Yurima about that? Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much, though. So, Shannon goes up to the teacher and informs her of the situation. And then a minute or two later, I get called up to Miss Yurima's desk. And she goes, uh, so, <laughs> funny story. It looks like your original essay was it somehow got stapled to the back of Shannon's. And I was just looking at her like, uh -huh. cool fucking story. <laughs> You goddamn idiot. Yeah. And she goes, um, so, you know, since neither of us were wrong, and, like, I lost, like, neither of us were, no, one of us was very wrong. <laughs> one of, one us, of us lost my essay. <laughs> and then insinuated I lied. Called me a lie, called me at home, interrogated me on the phone, called me a liar, accused me of lying and not <laughs> handing in my essay. But oh no, neither of us were wrong. No. No, no, no. I you were we wrong, Miss Yurima. We can share the zero blame here. 50 so she goes, you know, since neither of us were uh, technically wrong, um, which in-class essay do you think you did better on? And I'll give you the grade for which, and I was like, 
Well, the second one, because, like, like, I think the first one was, like, not, like, a pop-in-class essay, but it was, like, we didn't have, like, time to prepare no, I, for I it. No, I think it was just, like, a, she told us it was like the day of. Yeah. It was, like, we're gonna do this. So, I was, like, well, obviously the second one, because I had time to prepare for it. Yeah. Twit. Oh, my God. I hate her so much. Um, the way she handled that was, like, not at all okay. Oh, you want to hear something great, though? So, Emma had her for history, like, yeah. it might have been, like, grade 10 history or something okay. like that. Did this whole big project. She lost her project. It was, like, I think it was while she was pregnant. So Emma's yeah. like, yeah, I think she had, like, baby brain or something. Yeah. She lost her project. Did she accuse Emma of lying? No. no. She, Mr. Emma started crying because she felt so bad that she lost her project. She cried over something. I had her for English, I think, also in grade 10. And we had to do this thing where we, like, um, found a news story and, like, did, like, a late-night rant about it, like, 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 so we had to be, like, in front of me, like, "Ah." yeah, so I did some rant on something, don't remember what it was on, but it was, I think it was about, like, a kid who was killed, Uh and that's dark, so I was, like, ranting about that, and then, because she was pregnant, she was, like, emotional about children, Uh and was, like, sobbing, and, like, when I got my, like, rant back, like, the piece of paper, there was, like, tears on it, and the DVD, and I got, like, a really good mark, and I was like, okay. That bitch hated me a from lot. the goddamn beginning, she and did. I don't know why. I, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that's my rant about Miss Yurima. We also, I hate her. We also had another terrible history teacher who just made us watch movies and uh, didn't teach us anything. She was delightful. She was I'm not, not going to put her on blast. <laughs> I will. <laughs> she, well, it was grade 10. Mm-hmm. The beginning, I had to leave abruptly because I had to go to Prince Edward Island because my grandma was dying. So I had to go check that out real quick. So I was gone for a couple weeks, Mm -hmm. obviously, because she passed away, had to stay for the funeral and had to, you know, be with family. You know how life works? Yeah. So I missed like a project that mm-hmm. was due or something that was like big and important. Yeah. So I came back and I like got all the stuff to do it and I did it at home. Handed it, it involved family photos. Mm-hmm. And um she's like, you know, it's okay that you missed this time, but just don't do it again. And I was like, I wasn't gone for like leisure reasons. Like I'm like, so sorry. The next time a grandparent of mine is dying, I'll try like, to plan out of better. The blue, like traumatic. Let me just yeah, so sorry. I'll plan around that. And then she lost all my family photos and I never got them back. Amazing. Oh, history. She that same teacher taught um our apps class in grade or my <laughs> apps class in grade eleven. And so <laughs> I had that class with my friend Rebecca. <laughs> and one morning, our teacher was just so late. Like, just, like, a solid, like, half an hour late. And it's, like, a 75-minute class. Like, that's, like, a big chunk yeah. of it. Comes in, like, super late. And she's just like, guys, you won't believe it. I just saw a wolf on the 401. <laughs> and we're all like, no, you did not. Oh. <laughs> uh. What were uh, you under the influence of? I just saw a wolf on the 401. Or like, um, no, you didn't. Also, she would always call it, this again was an app, oh. which was anthropsych and sociology. She would always call it the bystander effect instead of the bystander <laughs> effect. And we're all like, I'm pretty sure that's incorrect, but continue. But literally, like, every, like, topic we covered in that history, quote unquote, quote unquote class, yeah. was like, 
the based on a movie. So yeah. like she showed us the penis. Wow, what a depressing for, movie. Or uh, the Holocaust. Yeah. Um, she showed us Cinderella Man <laughs> for the Great Depression. <laughs> like none of like I don't, didn't learn anything other than those were both good movies that Did were we all, very sad. Was it also that class that we watched Passchendaele? Yes. Yeah. It was, it was so funny, because, like, she would do this in every class that I had her for. She would just, like, <laughs> at a certain point, like, the first few weeks, she'd, like, pretend that there was, like, a curriculum, pretend that we were learning <laughs> something. Syllabus. And then, at a certain point, she'd just start showing us movies every class, and she'd, like, hand out question sheets that it was, like, oh, you need to answer these, like, as part of the assignment. She would never enforce that. She would never collect them. We would never talk about the questions. It would no. never come up ever again. No. Like, the first couple of movies, I was, like, gotta answer these <laughs> right? questions. By the middle, I was like, <laughs> I just like, I'd be like sitting back, like watching the movie, eating some snacks. It was such like a jokes class. Like it was just like no one took it seriously. Oh, I don't know how this turned yeah. into like a high school know. rant, but I don't know what started that. I feel good because we're singing Christian rock oh, songs. What started that? Huh. Who know. knows? With us, if this podcast was scripted in any way, that'd be disturbing. Yikes! I respect people who do. I'm, I'm like, really, how do you plan ahead? I admire people who just, like, have a topic and they stick to it. We don't know that. We don't know that life. We no. don't know her. I don't know her. Not at all. Mm-mm. Not even a little bit. No. Also, for those of you who are wondering about an update about my New York trip, um, I'll break it down for you real quick. It was delayed. <laughs> um, so, Friday. My flight was supposed to be on Friday. I leave work with my friend. We take a jaunt <laughs> over to the airport. Uh, get there, and, like, our flight had been delayed all day, so, like, mm-hmm. we knew that going, it was, like, delayed by half an hour. We knew that going in, the weather was kind of crappy, we were like, oh, okay, whatever. By the time we got to the airport, though, like, the weather had simmered yeah, down. Yeah, no, I just like want to say that. So, get to the airport, go through security, go through, like, border control, patrol, whatever. Um, we're sitting, eating some overpriced airport food, my friend gets up to go to the bathroom. I guess at some point along her journey, she stopped to look at the arrival and departure board, and she calls her boyfriend, who was with us, and so he gets off the phone with her and goes, turns to me and goes, so our flight's canceled. <laughs> so we're like, fantastic. So we have to then like make our way all the way back through the airport, go back to the check-in desk, and we're talking to this woman who is clearly a WestJet representative. That's who we're supposed to be flying with. She is wearing a uniform and like a lanyard. It's West- official. <laughs> She's wearing a WestJet lanyard. That's how you know. She tells us. Um, we can't give you guys a hotel for that because you're from the Toronto area. We're only doing hotels for people who are coming, like, are traveling from other places. Yeah. We're like, cool, fine. She's like, but if you go over to that desk over there, we can give you a voucher so you guys can take taxis home. Because we're like, yeah, like, we live in Toronto, but, yeah. like, I live way in the East End. Like, uh, sure. my friend's boyfriend lives, like, up north. North York, rather. Um, so we're like, cool. So we go over to the other desk, and the guy that's kind of, like, at the end of the line like where you walk through the little like thingies goes we like explain to him like what we're gonna get in line for and he's just like really like we don't do that I don't think and we're like oh well like what's your face over there just told us that you do and he's just like okay like you know like whatever like what do I know sort of thing so we wait in line for probably a solid half an hour nice (laughs) get up to the counter talk to somebody and we go yeah like we were told that we could get like a taxi like taxi voucher so we could go home and she's like no, we don't do that. We've never done that. And we're like, but we were told that you do. Like, we wouldn't have stood in a line for half an hour 
if just, we had not yeah, been if told it was like that, a possibility. <laughs> she's just like, well, I can call somebody and double check, but like we've never done that. We're like, okay. So she calls somebody, and sure enough, they're like, no, we don't do that. Like they were equally as Is this Bob. <laughs> And so she's like, yeah, sorry, like, we can't do that. Like, we don't offer that. So we're like, all right, fantastic. So we go back over and we happen to see the original woman who told us with her lanyard. And so me and my friend's boyfriend go up to her and we're, and he's, and my friend's boyfriend is like, like, they just said that, like, they don't do that. They've never done that. And, like, we weren't giving her, like, that hard of a time just because, like, she looked so broken. Yeah. Like, there were so many flights that were canceled and delayed. She's, she's been she's having a day been of her own. having a day. And so my friend's boyfriend was just like, yeah, no, like, they, like, just said that they don't do that. And she's just like, no, like, we do. And I'm just like, yeah, no, like, they said that they'd never even heard of that before. And she's like, oh, like, I'm sorry. And then my friend's boyfriend goes, don't worry about it. Just, like, maybe don't tell anyone else. <laughs> Because God knows how yeah. many people she told before I us. I know, who also tried to do that, and then there's, like, an angry mob oh, outside waiting for taxis. So, anyway, go wait outside, get my town car, go home. So it's, like, after 10 o'clock at this point, and we have to stay up and figure out when we can fly out mm-hmm. next. And because this was this was the brilliant, like, help that WestJet was giving, <laughs> they're like, okay, your flight's been cancelled, um, we can't do anything right now, but you can take this card, call the number on it after 11pm, and they can get you sorted out for a flight. Um, Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. So, we all go our separate ways. We all get home. I'm so tired at this point because I've been up since 6 in the morning. Um, and I've been, like, super stressed out because of work-related things. I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. So, eventually, my friend, who's the one who, like, planned the trip, like, gets a hold of WestJet, and they're like, we can put you on, like, the 8.30pm flight tomorrow night. And we're like, honestly, not ideal, <laughs> but, but we'll take it. I guess, like, the WestJet rep had been like, you know, like, you can, like, wait to see if you can get on any, like, partner flights, mm-hmm. but, like, you could be on hold for an hour. And we're like... <laughs> No, like it's a no for me. It's fine. So we got a new flight. We were able to fly out the next night. Um, and that all went smoothly. <laughs> and the rest of the trip was very, very good. That's good. It was a day and a half. It was very jam-packed, but it was enjoyable. Just got off to a rocky start. <laughs> but uh yeah. So but coming back, was that smooth? <laughs> um, it was like relatively smooth. It was like our flight was delayed. And then it was, like, less delayed, but then it was still delayed. They're, like, we were supposed to leave at, we were supposed to fly out at 6.30 on Monday night. Then they're, like, um, because, so, because of the weather, it was fine in New York. It was crappy weather in Toronto. Yeah. So the flight that was flying from Toronto to New York to pick us up to go back to Toronto, they got delayed leaving Toronto Mm -hmm. because of the weather. So then they got into New York late. So we were supposed to leave at 6.30. Then they're like, uh, attention, people on flight 1215, um, you're now flying out at 730. So we're like, okay, cool. Um, and then like a little while later, they're like, um, the time has been changed to 710. We're like, okay, cool. Like that's like less of a delay. But then by the time everybody got boarded and they got through all that, like it was after 730 by the time we took off anyway. So I was like. I was worried Fantastic. because of um, the concert on Tuesday yeah. and how you were delayed, like, a full day. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what if that happens on the way back? I was like, she's gonna miss it. That would be sad. 
But you made it. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> I know. But I was like, uh-oh. uh-oh Does not bode well. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, it was a fun time. I Not that I, like, travel a whole lot, but, like, I've never had a flight canceled before. And apparently, my aunt, who travels a ton, she lives in Europe now because she traveled so much, um, and it just made more sense for her to live in Europe, <laughs> travels constantly. In all of her years, like, her 60-plus years of traveling... Only ever had one flight cancellation. Are you kidding me? Like, this is the kind of luck that it I is. have. It is. That's why I was worried. It's <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, it's gonna this twice winter, in a weekend. This winter has been so horrible. I'm so over it. I'm so over it. Maybe we'll be out soon. <laughs> Maybe it will get warmer and things will get better for Logan. Oh, it's just like everything has been a disaster. Car accident. Kick off December. Love it. Yeah, that was just like... We knew things were gonna be good after that. It's yeah. Like, between like my mom and myself, like there's just been a lot of like personal and like health issues and flight issues. Like, when will it end? <laughs> February. It's your oh, month. God. You got this. Here's hoping. Anyway. Oh man. What's going on in the world? A lot is going on. I think my phone's charged oh, enough is it? that I can uh, actually. Check things that I wanted that's, to talk about. That's good. To do about 46%, that'll suffice. Um, <laughs> on my list, I have... That's a quote from Coffee with Rachel today. Um, <laughs> Aziz Ansari, Timothy Chalamet, U of G professor, and Cards of Destiny. Oh, I actually didn't read up on that enough to talk about. Anyway, well, what do you want to talk about? Um, well, I have the same things pretty mm-hmm. much yep. on my list. But last week before we well after we recorded recorded. um there was a thing with shane dawson oh that was all over the internet and very upsetting Mm -hmm. for different reasons yeah um so twitter has that like is it moments Moments, where it's just like the news section the biggest thing at the top of Their that, top story. Just picture of Shane from one of his conspiracy theory videos where he's looking, like, kind of sinister, yeah. right? Big letters. Shane Dawson, pedophile. So I was like, uh-huh, what like, is this? I was like, everyone's fave has done something disgusting. Let's see what happened now. Yeah. Like, he's who's next. Let's see this. Open it up, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, What? One of those YouTube accounts that's all, like, drama and conspiracies made a video. It was, like, five minutes long or something like that. Mm -hmm. That was, like, Shane Dawson is a pedophile. Here's the proof. Watch the video. So, it starts off, like, what the basis of the claim that he was a pedophile was a clip from a podcast, his podcast from six years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's a joke that he says that's not a good joke. It's no. a very bad joke. It's a gross joke. And it just, like, wasn't funny. I probably wouldn't use the word joke to describe no. it. It, it was, was just, just like, It was him trying to be funny and edgy and, and like, not working. Whoa, like, I'm so wild. <laughs> it just, like, so it wasn't working. <laughs> like, wasn't working for anyone involved. Yeah. Like, the co-host didn't laugh. It was just, like, nervous it laughter. Was like, <laughs> she was like, ah, Shane, oh my god, you can't say that. But... The thing was, the clip that the person used in the video was not the full clip of the whole joke. No, they had, they had it. cut it and edited it in a way that made it sound like 
more than it was. Yeah, well, because if you listen to, like, the original, like, full clip, mm -hmm. like, it's very obvious that, like, he is joking. Like, trying to make some kind of Like, trying to, like, it's very obvious that he's not being serious, is what I should say. Yeah, and his video where he was, like, where he has to say that he's he's not not a pedophile, pedophile. when (laughs) he made that video, like, he started off just, like, playing the full Mm -hmm. clip from the podcast, and he's, like, not trying to defend, like, the joke I made, he's, like, it was not good, like, I'm embarrassed by the way I acted, Six, seven years ago. I think we all are. Yeah. Embarrassed of the way we've, yeah. we've each acted six or seven <laughs> years heck ago. Yeah. Flippin' heck yeah. Um, so, like, that was that part of it was, like, it's obviously he was trying to be funny and yeah. it did not land and it wasn't. And then the second part of the video was, like, picture evidence that mm-hmm. he was, like, a pedophile. And this is one that made me the angriest in it. Because, like, the clip was one thing. I'm like, okay, that was messed up for him to say. So you Like, could those get, are his own words. Like, you could get mad at him for yeah. that because it was not, that was not okay. It doesn't prove that he's a pedophile, um, but. <laughs> the next one just made me angry because I was like, what is this, like, what is this proof of? Yeah. Nothing. So they have a picture of him with his ex-girlfriend, Lisa. Yeah. And a picture of him with his current boyfriend, Ryland. And the caption was, his ex-girlfriend and his current boyfriend both have baby faces. <laughs> okay. But they're full-grown adults. Also, I wouldn't like, say that they have baby face. Like, they look like adults, they look which like they adults. are. They are. They're consenting to a relationship. Yeah. As far as we know, nothing. There's no yeah. anything there. I haven't heard otherwise. So. so. Yeah, when he talked about that, in his, like, when Shane talked about that in his video, I was just yeah. like, that is the most ridiculous. Like, the whole thing is so ridiculous. It's so and it's just like, you can't just make an un. un- unsubstantiated yeah. claim like that. Like, no. you can't just be like, you're a pedophile! <laughs> you're a pedophile, and you're a pedophile! Like, that's not something you can just, like, throw around lightly. And I, I think it's so ridiculous that it gains so much traction. So quickly, too. And the thing is, like, if someone... Because Shane has done a lot of videos where he has kids in the videos. Like, he's had his cousins in his videos, yeah. and he has those videos. Where he he's adopts like, children adopts for the day. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of videos that he has with kids. Yeah. And if one of those kids had come forward and said that he did something to them, yes. and that was the headline, this would be a completely different discussion. Absolutely. Like, if someone was accusing him of this, that's... Based on anything moderately legitimate. We would be there. We'd be like, okay, yes. he's trash canceled. We Bye. don't support pedophiles <laughs> in case we need to say that. Um, But the thing was, no, it was just someone took a clip, cut it out of context. Yeah. The discussion that they were having in the podcast. And it all just did not look good together. And because it was so ridiculous, it was shared so much. And then it was just the top thing on Twitter for, like, two days. That was extremely irresponsible of Twitter. It was. The second day is, like, the thing that I was like, Twitter, you need to, like, get it together at this point. Like, of all the things that are happening in the world, especially, like, with what's going on in Hollywood right now, the fact that there have been legitimate claims that have been made about many, many people that have tons of people backing them up and that's not believed but some random youtuber makes like a five minute video about shane dawson being a pedophile because of a throwaway comment he made on a podcast six years ago yeah that's what your that's your top moment for two days two days the second day was because it got so much attention from people being like twitter like what are you doing this is not like this shouldn't be it changed the headline from like shane dawson is a pedophile to shane dawson 
like denies pedophilia <laughs> allegations. Jesus. And I'm like, there's no allegation. Someone made a really bad video yeah. that was like, ooh, conspiracy, I caught him. Like, eh. And people who haven't watched his video, haven't looked into it more than just seeing that headline. Like, the word pedophile is not something he's going to ever get away from. No. Like, that's with you forever. <laughs> and he didn't do anything. Yeah, it's just, it was such a ridiculous situation. And I felt so bad because it was in the midst of him putting out two really great videos. Like, he's yeah. been making, like, really good content. Like, yeah. I didn't used to watch him, but, like, it's Zoe, actually, that's, like, brought me more yeah, into, like, his new videos. before his stuff was, like, he said in the, mm-hmm. the like, saying he's not, not a pedophile, pedophile video, yeah. that, like, he doesn't like what he used to do, and he's, like, found his thing mm-hmm. now, and he does more, like, like, mini documentary yeah, type he, things. Now, you can tell that he's taken what people say. He's had his fair share of Listen, we're not controversy. saying like we're not saying that he's not problematic. Oh, no, like he's, he is. He's done some things. He's done in many the past. things. That's not okay. Um, but like he, I he realizes that, and the crazy concept is people can grow and I learn do, from their mistakes. I think this is a good example of someone actually doing. I that. think it is too. I know, like. I feel like that's such, like, a divided opinion. Like, some people are like, no, what you said in a tweet seven years ago reflects who you are to this day. If, like, personally, if I look back at things I probably said when I was in elementary school or high school, I would be mortified at myself. I'd be like, you're terrible. Like, you're a bad person. Yes. But, like, I don't think I'm a bad person now. Like, I don't know. Like, I think people learn. I just... Exactly. I think people learn. I think they grow up. They realize that certain behaviors or words are not cool and you shouldn't do that or say that and I think Shane Dawson from the sounds of it and from what I've seen like has really grown as a person yeah he's like what 30 now like yeah he's an adult he did stupid things when he was like in his early 20s like most people do um but he's making really great content now and it's just like unfortunate that this whole like a that it happened at all yeah this whole pedophile thing but just like especially in the midst of these two videos that he put out where he's basically like supporting or like encouraging and supporting this like young new youtuber like artist yeah. singer girl to like he's just like trying to like support yeah, her he and, got like, her like with the first video that he yeah. was like a two-part video the first part by the end like when that was up mm-hmm. and had been up for a couple hours she gained something like a hundred thousand yeah. subscribers on youtube like it was a really good thing and it was ruined like it was just he just like happened upon her video on youtube and was like wow like she's incredibly talented like i want to mm-hmm. help her and like give her more like publicity and like yeah. get people to know her and like it was just like a really like really wholesome content and it's just like it's so annoying that they used got... that in the video of course too. they did they were like him and his boyfriend are watching young girls on their oh tv at night i'm like it's youtube they're, they're watching, watching covers of songs girls sing a song like it's nothing if we- you like, think there's something weird with that then that's the a you thing. problem that's the thing a lot of the time when people come out like he, that's creepy that's disgusting you're letting your child wear that and stuff like that i'm like if you're thinking yeah like when celebrities post pictures of their like toddlers in like a bikini yeah and someone is like oh my god this is pornographic. How could you? It's, it's like, like it whoa. Be, no, it's, it's definitely not. not. It's my child in a swimsuit. Yeah. You're a creep. Yeah, pretty much. Um, did you see the second part of that whole drama, though, with the, the video? No. Okay, so when Shane came out and was like, no, what? Yeah. No. Um, that person who posted the video 
posted, deleted the video or changed the title. Mm-hmm. No, they changed the title to not, here's proof. It's like, Shane Dawson might be a pedophile. <laughs> here's why I think that. Uh-huh. Like, they yeah, changed it. they don't want to get sued. Exactly. But, like, there's all the screenshots and, like, people yeah. saved the video. So, like, you know what it was called before. Yeah. But that person then posted another video of, like, their phone and, like, they were sent money by someone to mm-hmm. make the video, and the person who the money was from yeah. is um, Logan Paul's manager. So there was like this whole, no! there was a whole conspiracy that Logan Paul. <laughs> <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> there was a whole conspiracy that um, because Shane is doing all those conspiracy theory videos, and yeah. he the one before that he talked about Logan Paul oh. and the whole forest video. Yeah. That that was like a retaliation thing. Oh my god, how did I miss this? I don't that's know. the greatest twist right? I've ever like, heard. Um people are just saying like that's a really easily like faked thing to have like that person's name on sure. there. But it's just it's a little fishy. I mean, like, I love a good conspiracy. I, do. I buy that. And I feel like Shane's kind of like the king of YouTube, right? Yeah. Like he has like hella subscribers. Yeah. He's been on there forever. Logan Paul and his Is brother trying. are they're trying, <laughs> like they're trying to climb their way up. Um, why not try to take down Shane Dawson? It's smart. It's, I, like, I see it being a thing that could I like it. Happen. I'm into it. But, <laughs> no, I, so stupid. I, yeah. like, if a, if any sort of real proof were to come out, then it would be a completely different story. Oh, yeah. But this was just defamation of character. It's just, like, made up stuff yeah. for, to get the internet going all crazy, and then. Yeah. There's like, no, like, substantial evidence of anything. Well, it's, like. Other than he was not funny. Well, exactly. It's like seeing somebody, like, give their dog a hug and be like, well, they're into bestiality, <laughs> Can't so... you see? Here's proof. Like... And it's like them <laughs> hugging a dog. Like, you can't... No, I just... that's not how life works. No, it's not. Strangely yeah. enough. So sorry, everyone. Jesus. Oh. That's just one of the many things we have to I rant know. about it's today. It's been, like, a chock-full week. It has. You want to get into it? <laughs> the big one. The big one. Good old Aziz. Aziz. Disappointing us all. I mean... We can never use the treat yourself. I mean, I'm still going to. Um, (laughs) Aziz, yes, he is somebody that I... He was kind of like another Louis C.K. person where, like, Mm. there had been rumblings before that I'd seen online. Um, and so I always wondered if something was gonna, like, yeah. come up for sure. That's weird, I've never, like, I heard all the Louis C.K. stuff yeah. before, but I hadn't heard I, I must have been on Aziz Twitter, stuff. like, I don't know, like, within the last couple yeah. of years. And, like, it was, like, something, like, really minute. And, again, it's, like, people say things on Twitter, and it's, like, it's really hard to, like, kind of substantiate that and, like, yeah. back it up. And But I just kind of seen it, and I was like, oh, like that. Yikes. A bummer. Yeah. Um... But, yes, so, some reputable news source. <laughs> Babe.net. Babe.net. We'll get into that later. Yeah, I feel like this this, this one is just so... <laughs> A two-parter. It's so multifaceted. Um, <laughs> Back at it again. It's so multifaceted because you have, like, the initial, like, okay, Aziz Ansari is perhaps not the best person. No. Um, and then you have just the shitty, shitty journalism. Oh, that- just, like, the integrity of, like... Like, I, mean, I don't even know an eel. Like, I don't know. I feel that's insulting to eels. I don't I know mean, any personally. And like, no shade, but was anybody expecting top journalism from a source called Babe.net? Like, no offense. Um, yes. So, Babe.net published a story the other day, the 16th? No, four days ago. 
Um, and the headline is, I went on a date with Aziz Ansari. It turned into the worst night of my life. Dun, dun. And it's by some person named Katie Way. Shout out. Um, and it tells the story of a young girl whose name in the article is Grace. It's a pseudonym. Yeah. Um, and it tells the story of an evening that she had with Aziz. That was not a good one. That sounded like not the best experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, the internet, whoa, my stomach just made a really loud noise. I hope the mic picked that up. I hope so, too. Um, the internet, again, was very, very divided on this one. But even, like, within people who are, like, believe survivors always, mm-hmm. like, there was a divide yes. between them two on this one, which I think is interesting. I think the issue with it is... When somebody cries rape, it's very much like, okay, yes, yeah. like, that's bad. I think people get confused mm-hmm. or the lines get blurred when it's more of, like, a coercion type exactly. thing. Um, people have a harder time believing that or getting behind that and, it like, believing somebody who's coming forward to say people, that. People, like, really, really don't understand, like, consent and how, like, nuanced everything is. Yes. That it becomes, like, a really difficult like terrain for people to navigate it, like yeah. again i've mentioned it before my mom watches the view all the time we love the view. um they were talking about this of course mm-hmm. on there and they kept like kind of like making fun mm-hmm. of like uh non-verbal cues they were yeah. like well make them verbal then it's not that hard i'm like mm, i don't know <laughs> Like, if someone's pushing you away, that's nonverbal, and that, to me, signifies big no. I was gonna say, like, people use nonverbal cues in anything, any point in their life, like, any, like, during the day, there are a ton of nonverbal cues that I do. Yeah. Like, that's just a part of life, um, and... Yeah, I think that's a bit ridiculous to be like, we'll make them verbal. Like, that's that's not how it works. That was the whole side of the internet, was, like... Well, she didn't say any, which was not true also because she says that she doesn't want to be forced, mm-hmm. states that, yes. but fair enough. It, yeah, it just, it seems to be a really hard concept for people to grasp that just because, you know, it, like, yeah, like you can't coerce somebody into doing something no. that is not consent, like, pestering them until they give in and do it that's that's not not consent um you know plying them with alcohol that's not consent like it's just just because somebody doesn't outright say no doesn't mean they're saying yes yeah not at all and i know that's something that we that's we've talked about on the podcast before we're like an absence of a no does not mean yes just um, with anything. Like, anything. take sex and sexual activity out of it entirely. Yeah. Just... Just, if someone doesn't say no to something, doesn't mean, like, I don't know. Like, it's just... Like, if you ask your friend if you want to hang out, and they're like, oh, maybe... That's a no. That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a no. Right? Oh, I do you that all know. the time. I'm like, oh, we'll see. And you're uh, like, uh-huh, so no. <laughs> no, but sometimes I do have to see. Um, <laughs> nice save. Sometimes I do. Um, but like, yeah, there's just things like that where you know people need space and don't want to be involved. Yes, and I feel like, um, 
intimate situations, mm-hmm. if you're, like, trying to get into that, it's just, like, you really need to have that, like, hard yes. Yeah. <laughs> just for everyone's safety and well-being and, and being comfortable. And, and you need to continue to yeah. have a yes. Just because somebody says yes to one thing yeah. doesn't mean they're saying no. yes to another. No. Or just because they're saying yes at first doesn't mean it's going to continue Halfway through, to they be can't be yes. like, bye, don't like, be involved. I think it's very important that both parties check in with each other yeah. throughout the experience. Every time any of this kind of stuff is in the news, all I can think about is Flight of the Concords. <laughs> Because there's an episode where <laughs> this girl is, like, making out with one of them yeah. and then just, like, wants to go further and they're like, no, like, no, they keep having to, like, push her and then they sing a song called A Kiss Is Not A Contract, but it's very nice, <laughs> right? And it just reminds me every time. But, like, yeah, oh like, just because you do one thing doesn't mean Final the next Concords thing Concords was ahead of its time. <laughs> It's so good. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just trying. I'm not like ignoring you. I'm just trying to find. I have a screenshot of it, but I can't remember what article it's yeah. from. Um, yes. Okay. It was from the Atlantic. I don't okay. know if you read the piece. It's called "The Humiliation of Aziz Ansari." I don't think I did. Okay. So I I actually didn't read the Babe piece until today. Oh, I, I read. Just, that's the one that I read first. It should have been what I read first, yeah. but I was kind of reading everything else about After, it, and then finally yeah. today I was like, "Let me read this." And I'll get into my issues with that actual piece <laughs> in a minute. But there, yeah, so there's this piece from The Atlantic, um, and the general gist of it is that, you know, this was completely blown out of proportion, like, no big deal, like, yeah. why, why are we ruining this man's career? And there was this last paragraph, I think it was the last paragraph, um, and I just, I'm just gonna read it to you. I thought it would take a little longer for the hit squad of privileged young white women to open fire on brown-skinned men. I had assumed that on the basis of intersectionality and all that, they'd stay laser-focused on college-educated white men for another few months. But we're at warp speed now, and the revolution, in many ways so good and so important, is starting to sweep up all sorts of people into its conflagration? I don't know what that word is. I'm not that smart. Um, (laughs) The monstrous, the cruel, and the simply unlucky. Apparently, there's a whole country full of young women who don't know how to call a cab and who have spent a lot of time picking out a pretty outfit for dates. Huh? They (laughs) hoped would be nights to remember. They're angry and temporarily... Oh my god, my phone turned off. And temporarily powerful. And last night, they destroyed a man who didn't deserve it. Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Let me, like, pat you on the back. Like, yikes. I just, I don't, they don't know how to call a cab. That's not the issue. <laughs> it's not that's the That's a really issue. fun fact. That's not the problem. Again, it goes back to something that we talked about a lot, especially in the wake of everything, but power dynamics. She was some 23-year-old, like, she is our age, yeah. some 23-year-old photographer. A who was, celebrity. Who was over at Aziz Ansari, who's like a 34-year-old man, mm-hmm. over at his place, she was obviously into him at first. Like, she wanted to go out with him. Like, cool. Like, yeah. he seems like a chill guy. Like, <laughs> before all of this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Like, sure. Can't falter for that. No. And then, you know, things start progressing. She's kind of, like, uncomfy with it. But, again, she doesn't feel like she can just, like, up and leave. It's, like, a very awkward situation. She feels incredibly uncomfortable. She's trying to, like... Limit it, like draw a line, and he's being very forceful from the sounds of it. Also, okay, the issue one of my issues with the babe.net piece was just 
It was so poorly written. I couldn't, I had to stop and reread entire sections because I was like, I missed some, like I missed a word. It like, reminded what me a lot of Cat Person <laughs> and just, it read like Unpopular a Unpopular opinion, everyone. We did not like Cat yeah, Person. Yeah, I don't think we ever actually talked about it on the podcast, but no. we can get into that in a second. <laughs> um, it, to me, it read a lot like Cat Person in the sense that it just felt like really badly written fan fiction. I feel like there was yeah. so much focus like, when they're being so graphic about, like, what he was doing with his hand and, like, the claw and stuff yeah. like that, I was like, I really don't think this is adding anything to the story. That's like, the this is thing. just unnecessarily graphic. It's, again, we'll get into more with the babe.net situation. But a lot of what they did in the article, you could tell, was based on what was going to get clicks and what was going to get hits on the yep. thing. They were like, what? They detail it. Let's get into mm-hmm. it. Like, it just wasn't necessary. at all and didn't add anything and took a lot away (laughs) yeah just not good it's not helping the movement and I think the issue that a lot of people seem to be having is that again we've talked about it but like sexual assault is a big like a broad spectrum it's like a big umbrella term that can cover a lot of things and so a lot of people I think have a hard time reconciling the fact that something like Grace's story can be, be compared to something like somebody else's story. Yeah. There's been so many There's that, so like, many, I can't I even, like, think of one, like, specifically. But, like, you know, like, Ashley Judd's story or something yeah. like that. Or there are just so many, like, various nuances and just, like, different situations. And the way that Babe.net handled it was just so detrimental to this whole like, initiative. The thing is... Grace is out there somewhere still. Yes. She is a person yeah. affected by this to the point that she talked to people about mm-hmm. it, getting her story out. No. So imagine being that person, being affected by this that happened to you, mm-hmm. dealing with it, becoming public, and getting so much attention and spreading yeah. so widely, and then having details, like graphic details of what happened to you readily available for anyone who wants him. Yeah. Like, people who know what happened well, know, know exactly yeah. what happened. And it's... it Yeah. Uh, it was just so not handled well. I like all the tweets that I'm seeing, though, where it's, like, people who are, like, oh, like, people saying... Oh, well, if that's sexual assault, all my friends have been sexually assaulted. And then people going, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Like, you're close. I love all those tweets yeah. that are happening right now. Because I'm like, yeah. People that's don't. They don't get, get it. it. Um, yeah. But cat person, speaking of that, because it kind of relates. Like, it's a very, like, similar oh, story. Is, yeah. Um, so that was a short story that was published in the New York. I think it was the New Yorker, yeah. Um, about a month ago now, probably. And it told a very similar story about a girl who strikes up this casual relationship with this slightly older guy. Um, and then they have, like, an unfortunate sexual encounter together, and she ends up not wanting to see him anymore, and then he, you know, calls her a bitch or a whore or something like yeah, that for breaking all, it off. all of the above. All of the above. A very commonplace experience that a lot of women deal with. The minute you reject a man, they become very angry. Um, Relatable content. But everyone, when this, not everyone, but like, again, a very divided thing. When this story came out, there were, I saw so many people praising it. And like, my entire Twitter feed. I am a fan of the Hilo podcast with Pandora Sykes and Dolly Alderton. 
always agree with what they say <laughs> because, like, they do like Lena Dunham, which I find questionable. Oh, yikes. Um, yeah. And they also were, like, huge fans of Cat Person, and I was like, really? Like, I don't get it. It's, it's <laughs> okay. not well written. Not at no. all. Um, also a little fat phobic. Oh, a um, little. <laughs> and like, please talk about how disgusting his stomach is. Because so he's fat. That's nice. Yeah. Um, that it was... doesn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah, no, that was great. Problematic. I love it. Um, fat people are gross. But now, so like a lot of people seem to like it, but then like a lot of people that I follow on Twitter really didn't like it. And everyone's like, this is trash. Um, But somehow the (laughs) writer of the story, like, sorry, I don't know her name and like, I feel bad dragging her, but like, um, she's getting like a book deal or something. And I'm like, girl, like, I don't know like what your long form writing is going to be like, but if it's anything like your short stories, like I do not want to be involved. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. Um, It got to the point where I read, like, halfway through, and then they had that, like, thing at the top where you could just, like, listen to it. Oh. So I read halfway through, and then I was like, I can't do this to my eyeballs anymore, (laughs) and just sat there with headphones and, like, referring to them read it to me. It was Um, very uncomfortable I did not like it. No. Um... I know it was supposed to be, like, not, like, oh, this is so nice, like, what a nice read. But, like, people were like, this is so good. I'm like, no. I understand. It's supposed to be uncomfy. Like, the content of it. Yeah. Like, I understand the message that this author was trying to relay and the experience that, like, every woman faces at some point. It just, it wasn't well written. Like, I'm sorry, but it wasn't well written. No. I have read so much fanfic that was better than that, and they <laughs> orbs. deserve book deals. Green orbs. Like, listen, Tumblr in 2012, like, <laughs> popping off with fanfic. <laughs> All those people deserve book deals if this woman gets one. Didn't one of them actually get a book I deal? I think so. Yeah. It was that long fanfic that I never read. Yeah. Um, yeah, any more thoughts about the Aziz thing? Um, not directly, but the babe. The babe. <laughs> the babe. The babe.net. So I saw a tweet, like I hadn't really like, the article itself when I read it for the first time mm-hmm. rubbed me the wrong way yeah. just because of like we talked about how graphic it was. I was like, I feel like that wasn't necessary. No. And that's obviously being used to get you traction on your article. Don't they know it? <laughs> um, But I saw a tweet today. And then I was looking into stuff more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter user Carly Veloci? Veloci? I don't know how to say your last name. I'm Either sorry. way. Um, tweeted a screenshot of their, like, one of their latest articles. Yeah. And she's like, Dear outlets, don't brag about your sexual assault scoop with what, what the fuck is wrong with you. Because the headline is, Just a whole bunch of places who picked up our Aziz story. And just, like, all... Like, bragging about yeah. how much traction like they got. you don't get to give yourselves a pat on the no. back. She's like, P.S., don't reduce sexual assault victims to clicks and scoop prestige. Just saying, you look really callous. Had to mute this thread because it's really distracting. We'll get back to it later. Yeah, and I think that's the issue that we're going to see more and more of going forward are these, like, really shoddy pieces about you know, sexual harassment or sexual assault and, like, they're just being churned out because they know that they're going to get readers yeah. and they're going to get views and they're going to get clicks. And it's unfortunate because, obviously, like, the original piece that came out about Harvey Weinstein back in October um, was so well, um, like, why can I not think of the word? Well-researched. <laughs> yeah. 
and it was clear that a lot of time and effort went into it. Just making sure it was, like, It wasn't right. sloppy. Yeah. There really wasn't anything that anyone could, like, come for and be like, yeah. well, what about that? Like, yeah. they covered all their bases. The babe.net thing is just so slap together yeah it was like left so much room for like already people are going to yes. be questioning that's the, that's person. the thing about like sexual harassment because or sexual assault, always right? like, always someone's gonna be like but yeah consider this but the when it's not necessary yeah. but they left so much room for that to happen yeah that it's just like completely irresponsible on their part yeah but then i saw someone reply to this tweet yeah and was like a scoop that was questionable at best read their about section it's really something oh no so i went on their website and i was like what is this about section and i got right to the end and i was like nothing is weird i don't know what they're talking about and then this paragraph left me scratching my head and going what does that have to do with anything oh no Okay, here we go. Babe is into good news reporting, trash trends, personal stories, industry-leading analysis of fuckboys, and the pettiest celebrity drama. And we're cool with admitting that we're full of contradictions, because all girls are. We care about safe sex and access to birth control, but we know sometimes you just need to pop some plan B. Find us in the gap between our image of ourselves and how we actually behave. Um... Okay, wanting people to have safe sex and access to birth control does not contradict that they can also pop some plan B. There's nothing wrong with popping some plan B. Get your plan B. I don't care. Tana Mojo posted a vlog the other day, and in the one (laughs) vlog, she bought plan B twice. Like, do you? Do you. (laughs) But that's just, like, that little paragraph is, like, the slut shamiest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like, you can have birth control, but, like, if you take plan B, you're a goddamn hoe. It's like, we're okay if you take it if you must. Like, Like, but, really, girl? What is this? What is this? Also, what does this have to do with you as an organization that provides news? All the air quotes. Um, yeah. That's. Uh, didn't like that didn't like that at all but that was just a little little bit about them i wanted to share with you yeah i mean like jokes on babe.net no one knew who they were (laughs) people now know who they are but no one trusts them as a legitimate news source so it's like woo, back down yeah you had your five minutes of like fame and glory and now everybody's like oh well they're trash so let's move on Oh. It's just unfortunate. I wish that um, Grace's story could have been told by somebody better. who would have handled it better. Yeah. Um, because she deserves that. Yeah. Um, I hope wherever Put she some is. time and consideration into it. Yeah. Maybe? I hope wherever she is. I, yeah. And somebody who didn't focus on like her outfit so much. Yeah. Um, weird. Irrelevant. And what wine they were drinking. Why was that such a big part of it? And what they ordered to I eat. Don't I don't care. care that you had lobster rolls no, on I mean, a side sounds salad. Great, but like, yeah, but no. Um, yeah, I just hope that wherever Grace is, she is doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I there people are saying a lot of nasty things yeah. right now. And it would be very unfortunate to have to yeah. read that. Even if they don't know who you are directly. Exactly. Just knowing that it's about you, that would be very Rough. hard. So, um, it's unfortunate that she obviously felt strong enough to come forward about this. And it was handled. And, and it was handled <laughs> in the worst way possible. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> um, something else before we start to wrap up things. Um, the girther thing. I'm not ready to wrap up anything. I still no, have I two mean, more like things the to Aziz talk about. Sorry thing. <laughs> I don't that. get into the podcast at an hour and six minutes. 
I don't mean wrap up the podcast. I mean this specific point. Um, there's a thing happening all over Twitter and the internet at large right now, which is a little disheartening. Um, there's a thing where it's like, um, Trump's medical examination was public. And the doctor has his weight and height at something which does not make sense for the way his body looks. Sure. Like, it's obviously not correct. Mm -hmm. Because they have him at, like, 6'2 and, like, 230-something pounds. Yeah, sure. And, like, compared to, they compared him to, like, an athlete who's that same exact measurement. And they're not at all the same. Sure. So, there's, people started this girther Uh movement. Just, like, a play on words of the birther thing that happened with Obama back there, led by Trump. Mm, Oh, the good Um, old days. Just, like, constant, like, fat jokes and just, like, zoomed in pictures of his, like, butt and just, like, things like that. Yeah. And I found this thread that I think just sums up everything I have to say real nice. Um, Claire Willett, this is from her, (laughs) can we, like... Can we for real not fill the whole internet with jokes about the president's weight today? Your friends who don't have size zero bodies are now learning what you really think of them. Can we roast him without being ableist and sizist? I feel like we can, guys. Like, every time someone, some picture goes viral of his ass while he's bending over at the golf course, and everyone's like, LOL, fat people are gross, the rest of us hear you, Mm -hmm. and it flags you as a person who is no longer safe. Like, I don't want to be a buzzkill. I hate him, too. I think he's repellent. But your fat jokes don't hurt him. They hurt your friends. Yes. I saw that. I saw that thread yesterday. And I was trying to find it again today. And I was like, of course I couldn't. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That just, that's really it. That's it. It's just, I also think he's a despicable human who should not be a president and all of the above. Shouldn't be a person. Exactly. Um, but if you can't criticize him without just going straight for that he's fat, that says more about you, I think. So maybe just think about that before you want to get in on everything. Yeah, and like if you're making a fat joke about him, it doesn't, just because you're not making fat jokes about other people, it's very obvious what you think about fatness as a whole. We get it now. Like, oh, you think we're gross. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Dope. Um, yeah, no, I thought that thread was, like, very well written. It just summed it up really nice. Yeah. Because that's really all I have to say. Like, those were all my thoughts. I was like, cool. Like, my whole thread is people that I'm, like, favoriting things all the time from them being like, oh my god, yes, that's so accurate. That's so good. And now it's like, oh, well, look at his shorts. Like, his belly's flopping over the edge. And and it's like, okay. (laughs) Cool. And again, I feel like we've just, like, we talk, have talked about this before, <laughs> but fat jokes aren't funny. Like, it's the mm. most basic thing that you can do. It's like, I never knew. Thank you so much for sharing that. And <laughs> again, if you're making a joke about him being fat, you are, by proxy, insulting everybody else who is fat. Yeah. Whereas if you attack Trump for, you know... The many things that the you can. The many things, like, his policies, his ideas, his racist beliefs... Um, his misogynistic, just literally... The fact that he can't, like, string a decent, like, sentence together. You can go after him for literally anything. Just, the weight, the weight thing isn't, it's just, it's low-hanging fruit. Yeah, exactly. 
I was just like, that's really lowbrow. And like, yeah, it doesn't he's, take any effort. He's not going to be affected by that. No. Like, he's not going to see your tweet being like, nah, he's fat. So, like, but you know who is going to see it? Someone who is fat. And they're going to be like, oh, <laughs> cool. You bummer. don't like me. Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe think about it. Something to consider going about your day. Just an idea. <laughs> Hate Trump all you want, but don't make fat jokes. Nope. Because it's at the expense of other fat people. Yeah, which... And who didn't do anything. <laughs> that's not cool. Anyway. <laughs> uh, My thighs. <laughs> oh, what else? What else? Me? Yeah. Go for um, it. Real quick, uh, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, uh, yes. Adorable, sweet little boy. <laughs> I actually had to look up how old he was the other day because I'm just like, he's very cute. But I was like, how old is he? He's 22. So it's fine. Everything is a-okay. Um, you might know him from the th- recent films, Call Me By Your Name and Lady Bird. <laughs> um, he's having a great year. But he is in Woody Allen's upcoming movie, and there had been some comments made about, because, you know, again, yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, time's up, woo, whatever. <laughs> and then it, somebody was like, hey, but uh, <laughs> what about Woody <laughs> Allen, he mo? was like, ooh. Um, and so, anyways, recently... Timothy Chalamet has become the latest actor and the most high-profile male actor to publicly disavow Woody Allen, announcing that he will be donating his salary from Allen's upcoming film to the Time's Up Initiative against harassment and assault, alongside other charities, um, which is really dope. So yeah, he's donating it to Time's Up, the LGBT Center in New York, and Rain, which is the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National yeah. Network. Um, so that's really delightful. And he said... Um, I am learning that a good role isn't the only criteria for accepting a job. That has become much clearer to me in the past few months, having witnessed the birth of a powerful movement intent on ending injustice, inequality, and above all, silence. I have been asked in a few recent interviews about my decision to work on a film with Woody Allen last summer. I am not able to answer the question directly because of contractual obligations, but what I can say is this, I don't want to profit from my work on the film, and to that end, I am going to donate my entire salary to three charities. Well done. I mean, if a freaking 22-year-old guy can, like, get it through his head. And I've seen so much about this, too, where people just, like, criticizing it again because of the whole, like, concept that people can't grow from things. Like, just give an opportunity. Like, he's... He can't say anything right now because of contractual obligations, as he said. I believe. Um, he's giving up his salary. Yeah. Good step. Yeah. Um... Give it maybe till we'll see if he works with him again before you start being like meh, 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 about yeah. everything he's doing. Just like give it a chance. People can learn. Give them time to. I know it's not always easy because people do things that are very problematic, and you don't want to be supportive of that. But also, yeah. just like give it a chance. Yeah, and I just think like you know he worked on the summer like the film last summer. He was twenty one, twenty two. Had, like, again, like, just pretty much starting out, like, in his film career. And, again, I get, for whatever reason, like, Woody Allen is, like, an icon to a lot of people. And it's unfortunate, but, like, I don't expect, like, 20-something, especially 20-something guys, to be emotionally intelligent enough to think, oh, hmm, this guy's been accused of something really terrible, maybe I should not work with him. Um, And, yeah, I get people are probably still going to criticize him, but I think it's a really, really good step in the right I direction so. for him to donate his salary. I mean, like, sure, it's not going to make that much of a difference because, like, he's making a hell of money <laughs> off of his, like, two very yeah. successful movies this year that are both going to win Oscars for various things. Yeah. 
Um, whatever. I think he's really cute. Did you see? The, <laughs> he is. He's adorable. That's my main point. <laughs> Did you see the Selena Gomez drama that mm-hmm. happened last week? Too? No, no. Oh. How do I miss these things? I'm on the internet too much. So am I. <laughs> um, so. As we've talked about before, there's a lot of criticism for her because she worked with Woody Allen mm-hmm. and has not said anything about anything yet. And um, so her whole comments on her Instagram were, like, filled with, like, say something about Woody Allen. Just, yeah. like, say how you feel. Her mom commented and her mom said it's, like, talking, like, it's not worth talking to her about. I told her everything before she worked with him. She knows and she chose to work with him anyways. And her mom just dragged her in the Mama comments. Gomez. I was like, <laughs> it was just like, what did she say? She says like falling on deaf ears is what she said. She was like, don't, not worth your time. I told her before going into this, she's aware of all the allegations. I told her it was a mistake for her career. I told her it was a dangerous situation for her to be in. And yet she still worked with him. So consider that your answer was pretty much what her mom said. Oh my god. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Yikes. But like, go off. I'm, go off. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Also, Greta Gerwig finally, yeah. finally it said something. It was literally after we recorded yeah. being like, she's not saying anything. I know. Wait, wait, wait. And then. And it was so funny because like last week, so Ira Madison III has a new podcast called Keep It. It's phenomenal. Go listen to it. Um, but they, his episode last week, was it his first episode? Anyway, they were also talking about Greta Gerwig. And again, they recorded it like around the same time yeah. we did so like by the time their episode came out she had already like <laughs> been like mm, just kidding um so it was uh, really funny but uh yes yeah, she finally said something about working with Woody Allen and about how she regrets it yada 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 um don't know why it took her so long but <laughs> questionable but better right. late than ever I guess and like Dylan Farrow was just like thank you for finally saying <laughs> yeah thanks someone um, so, uh, slowly, but goddamn surely. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting um, there. Um, yeah. Also, uh, a little news involving my alma mater. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, for those of you who do not know, I attended the University of Guelph, uh, a while ago. Are you like, whispering? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I attended the lovely University of Guelph for three years. That is where I graduated from. Um, I had a good experience for the most part. Well, depending on (laughs) the parts of it. Anyway, um, a U of G prof has been accused of mocking an anxious student. um, And it has blown up. Like, the BBC picked up the story. I'm so alarmed that this is what my (laughs) university is going to be known for. Um, So basically, uh, where are they talking about? The beginning. So a prof, I don't know how to say his last name. I think like Hedican or something Mm -hmm. like that. It's like H-E-D-I-C-A-N. He was put on leave after uh, students claimed that he made disrespectful comments to a student who has severe anxiety Um, this prof is filling in for another prof for this anthropology class who's not the usual prof. Um, the incident was posted on Overheard at Guelph, which, if you went to university, you know people, (laughs) every school has that. Um, and this girl named Regan, I think it's a 
girl named Regan. I probably should have checked. Yeah. Regan posted, um, and she said, overshocked and overthanked. Thank you to the girl in Anth uh, 1150 who stood up to Ed Hedekan for disrespecting a boy in our class who has severe anxiety and the boy's aid. So it's this kid who clearly has, like, some sort of, like, learning thing yeah. where he requires somebody to accompany him to class. Yeah. Like, dope. That happens all cool. the time. It's There's awesome always that schools accommodate somewhere. that. Yeah. Um, and so she continued saying, uh, Hetty Can attempted to ridicule him and questioned if he was even enrolled in the class in front of hundreds of students. He was completely insensitive, unprofessional, and rude. Um, and then Courtney Orzer, who is a third-year student who was in the class, said that Hedekan singled out the student multiple times in front of nearly 600 people that were in the class. We love a first-year class. Good for anxiety, too. <laughs> um, in one instance, the student was playing with gum. This is the part that made me very angry. And the prof stopped the class to tell the student to stop, saying he was a distraction. The student responded by saying that he has anxiety and that's why he was playing with his gum it's just you know yeah we all do things Fiddle. when we're anxious that's why fidget spinners became a thing yep um the prof responded by telling the student that his actions were annoying um the uh da, 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 da. so this girl who was talking courtney she stood up to leave in the middle of the lecture after all of this happened um she defended her classmate uh who said or she said that the classmate left and was visibly upset. Like, yeah. he left with his um, aide and, you know, I don't, I would have also left yeah. and been upset. Um, I, there was a video that was published online. It's been deleted since, but, oh, like, somebody somebody filmed it. You can probably still find it because yeah. I found it yesterday. Um, and Courtney said, I don't like to stay in classes where people who pay as, just as much as tuition as I do get treated like that. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people were, like, clapping in the video. Like, it was, like, very well yeah. received. And so she walked out and a bunch of other students walked good. out of the class, including the TA for that class. Wow. Who doesn't work with that class because yeah, they were, like, a sub. But, like, apparently, like, at least, like, half the class walked out, which was um, good to see. And so the U of G provost and vice president, Charlotte Yates, said she finds the situation troubling and is taking the matter seriously. But the University of Guelph would not confirm the identity of the professor. But, of course, everybody yeah. figured it out. Yeah. Um, yes, a representative from University of Guelph has said because the professor has been placed on leave, arrangements have been made to have the course taught by another faculty member during this period. <laughs> um, so I am still in the Overheard at Guelph group, so I was, like, reading through the yeah. post, and it was really nice to see the, the majority of comments were people who were, like, very yeah. supportive and very much, like... It's good to know that part, like, most of the class walked out, too. Like, yes, very... like, it... I I feel like, like, I was so nervous to read the comments because I'm just like, oh my god, like, please don't be a ton of people being like, anxiety is not a real thing because, like, you know, know. but there were so many people that were being extremely supportive and it sounds like everybody who's had this prof in, like, previous classes has had terrible experiences with him. Like, there were so many people that were commenting, being like, tagging their friends and being like, oh my god, like, remember when we had him for so-and-so? Like, remember when he did this, did that? Like... He sounds like he's a total jackass. The thing with one of the articles I read, I don't know if it's the one that you had, mm-hmm. but, like, it wasn't even that he was just, like, you're annoying, stop doing what you're doing. It's just that he got, like, so rude about everything, too. Like, he called his aide his handler. handler and that they needed should to control, control him. him. Like, yeah. That's um, where I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like, it's just, uh, sounds like it was extremely disrespectful. Of course, there are a few people, like, in the thread that were, like, it's just anxiety, like, whatever. But it's, like, by all accounts, 
the student was not doing anything to be disruptive or rude or disrespectful. It all started because the prof had said something and the student just wanted to like challenge that or start a discussion, participate. That's what they encourage you to do in university lectures. Um, And that's how it all started. And like the prof like basically shot him down and then probably anxious from that kids yeah. start playing with his gum and then the prof is like yeah you're the Sounds worst like you're the one being more distracting than the kid yeah. playing with his gum if you keep stopping the class every five seconds to like well exactly yeah <sighs> but People. and it sounds like the courtney girl who kind of like led the charge and like left yeah. the lecture and like it was like she like reamed the prof yeah. out like i watched the video and i was like good for you um i guess she like found the student afterwards and oh, was just good. like um, like, was encouraging them to, like, come back to class the next week and was just, like, honestly, like, we're all, like, very supportive of you and stuff. Um, so, that's, that's my university. Nice. I will say, like, as bad, as poorly as the prof reflects on the university, the community at that school is, like, amazing, and I'm so happy that that hasn't changed since yeah. I've been there, and it was just so heartwarming to see that there were so many people, like, that yeah, were being was, supportive, nice and, like, they just wanted to help and, like, do anything that they could to, like make sure that this yeah because a lot of those times the stories don't end that way it's just like this happened and that's that exactly (laughs) exactly so it was in the end quite nice very nice to see yeah shout out to university of well (laughs) (laughs) griffins Ooh, we love a griffin get rammed right (laughs) oh you're not wrong Anything else? I think that was all. Oh, I wanted to talk about the cards of destiny because I Jasmine did that for both of us. Oh, did she? Yeah, she emailed I didn't us. See it in the email. Sorry, probably because I replied to oh. it. Um, she did our cards of destiny, but I like haven't had a chance to read through mine thoroughly enough. But next week, next week, I want to actually like talk about like some of the things that I think are accurate or like something inaccurate. to look forward to. Um, but yes, thank you to Jasmine who did that for us. A gem. I appreciate it. The gemmiest of gems. Um, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to talk about uh, personally. I don't know I about think that's you. That's all I have. <laughs> Let me check my very detailed notes. Are there um, any final thoughts? <laughs> just cilantro pole. Check. Check. Shane Dawson. Check. Check. Aziz Ansari. Check. Check. Gerther. Check. Check. We got them all. We got them all. I want to give a quick podcast recommendation. Um, I already mentioned Iris Podcast, which, like, you should definitely go listen to. It's delightful. Um, But I've also started listening to Atlanta Monster, um, which is about the Atlanta child uh, killer murders, Atlanta child murders that went on in, like, the late 70s, early 80s. The true crime podcast, obviously. Um, it got recommended in the My Favorite Murder group, and oh, so nice. I, like, saw an article about it, and I was like, oh, what? Because <laughs> um, it's a case that I <clears throat> don't know a ton about. Um, I just, yeah, not one that I know a lot about, so it's like they're doing an episode every week for the next oh, few cool. weeks. Um, so there's two out at the time that we're recording this, but when this gets posted on Friday, there'll be three out. Um, and it's been very good so far. And I like it because they obviously they're have they have interviews with, like, law enforcement and people like that but then they also just there's interview footage with people who just like were growing up in Atlanta at the time like have no direct correlation or relation to the murders themselves but like they were just you know affected affected because they were like from the neighborhood or like living like in the area or like knew someone who knew someone or just you know they were kids growing up then it's absolutely horrifying and bone chilling like I it's like it's it's a hard one to listen to because it's like 30 plus kids were killed and it's just like 
Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart, and it's it's good that it's, like, an episode every week, because it's not something you'd want to binge mm-hmm. at all. Like, I listened to the first two episodes today, and I was like, a break would be really <laughs> nice, so. <laughs> not gonna do this again. Yeah. Um, but it's really good, and if you're like me, and you like true crime, and you maybe don't know a lot about that case, um, it's very interesting, and it just kind of gets into, like, the ra- <laughs> race relations at the time, in Atlanta specifically, um, and it's, uh, yeah, very interesting so far. That's so cool. I'll check that out. That sounds good. Sounds good. I'm gonna look for it right now. Yeah. Not right now, we're in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'll do Put it after. <laughs> Anything else? Um, I think that's all I wanted to talk about. I think that's all I have also. Perfect. You can follow us on things, as always. Yes, if you want to hear more of our thoughts. (laughs) We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HonestlyPod or slash HonestlyPod on Facebook. We have an email address that you can send things to. It's thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. We also have a website. <laughs> that we do. www.thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. It's very important. Very important. It's the most important. MVP. Is that it? Most valued player. <laughs> um, anyway, that's it. <laughs> that's all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>